0: What's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Bean Town Podcast for Sunday, July 19th, Woof. <clears throat> 2020, July 19th. Man, we are 13 days, less than two weeks away from August, which is just crazy. My name is Quinn. This is my show. Thanks for tuning in. I am the creator, director, and best boy of this show. And, uh, man, August... Coming up soon here, I don't know man, this whole quarantine thing has been strange, you know, it's like time seems like it's standing still at times, and then at other points it's like it's moving so fast, it's wild. It's hard to kind of get a gauge on it, but uh, it's happening one way or another. The fact that there's only four months and change left in this calendar year well, no, five months and change, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Um, still kind of strange, you know? Uh, but thanks for tuning in today. Decided to just do a YouTube uh, stream rather than uh, going through recording with the camera and then trying to do the SD card transfer and uploading. Um, ever since we got our, our handy little external drive here, uh, things have been better. I just plug in my SD card into this guy and then it plugs into my computer. The Mac can read it just fine, which is good. Um, So that's, it's not an issue. It just takes a really long time, which is why, um, you know, it's, I I really got to, based off of how lazy I am, I really got to work up the motivation to do it and get it going um and i said i might try to do it this week but i figure this is a happy medium i hope the audio is okay that says the connection is unstable please wait while we try reconnecting the good news is if you're watching on youtube after the fact it might you know cut in and out that's okay um but you know i i we're broadcasting the video there's nothing crazy fun that's going to be happening on the video i promise you're you're looking at it right now um But as you'd expect, we simultaneously got the audio going on GarageBand on my other computer, work computer, Mac, work computer, Mac, and other work computer over there. I got three computers lined up here, all open, ready to go. I got this, welcome to 2020, Quinn. You know, I got my MacBook, which is recording the audio. I got my DePaul DePaul, uh, laptop, which, great laptop, except extreme hardware issues. If you like jiggle it a little bit and move it, any sudden movements, it will just completely freeze up. You got to restart it uh by manually holding down the power button, which is a lot of fun. Um thankfully I don't have to, you know, transport it too much during quarantine, but you know, if I if and when and go back to traveling for work quite a bit, I'll have to get that checked out. I've had the issue before it's just it's a pain in the butt um and then i got my consulting uh laptop right over there which is like a fine acer um pretty cheap model but uh it's man the the speaker on that baby is just like the worst thing of all time and it's also it's strange it's not even like a low power speaker it's like it will just like start like i don't know what the term is not feedback but just like Crackling static if it like gets above half a decibel. So that's pretty rough. But, um, speak, man, speaking of rough technology, I have had quarantine, you know, has had lots and lots of positive benefits for my lifestyle. But one thing that it has really effed up, I should mention listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the Bean Town podcast. Number one, we'll occasionally use some foul language. Number two, the show is objectively terrible. The one thing that it has really crashed has been my uh, music listening on the go. So, a lot of people use their phones, like when you're running and stuff. Um, a lot of people have AirPods, whatever. I don't, I don't do that. I don't want to run with my phone because um, I, if I, you know, run into any trouble, I don't want it to get stolen or I don't want it to get damaged by sweat. I don't want to drop it, whatever. I'm happy to just leave it in my apartment, and I've been that way my whole life. I have never, don't think I've ever gone on a run with my phone ever. It's always been my iPod. Okay, so I had my trusty, trusty dusty, handy-dandy, trusty iPod Nano, I think third or fourth gen, that I bought when I was in middle school at a Target in Rockford after a piano lesson with Mary Jo Armstrong, and that baby had been with me through thick and thin. It it lasted a couple marathons. It had some hot tunes on it. We're talking, you know, Kelly Clarkson, Arcade Fire, old school Kanye. Right, this this thing had it all. A lot of Coldplay, a lot of Death Cab for Cutie. Um, and you know, I'd been been using that for a long time. Battery life wasn't great, but I could still, you know, this this thing was what at least 11 or 12 years old at this point and still get a solid five hours of battery life out of it, which doesn't sound like a lot, and it's not, but it was fine, you know? It did its job, and I just charge it twice a week. Easy enough. Well, early in quarantine, I think I talked about this on on the podcast. It was either late March, early April. I don't recall exactly where it fell, Um, but I went on a run it was like a half marathon or something. It was raining outside, and I knew it was raining. Um, so I put my iPod in a plastic bag, a Ziploc, and uh, go on the run. Everything's going great. I get to the last mile, I, less than that even. I'm like four blocks from home, and it just stops, like completely cuts out. I was like, oh, boy, something's going on here. Tried the whole rice, all that stuff. In fact, it's. I'm still like... <laughs> I know it's dead now, but it's still sitting in a bowl of rice, what, three and a half months later in my kitchen Um, because I'm just not, you know, not ready to say goodbye yet. Um, Okay, so that's the iPod. So after, you know, 12 plus years of service, finally goes. Frustrating, especially since it wasn't like I was careless with it. Went out for a run. In the rain, not when I go out and run in the rain. I never bring anything with me um, just because I guess I've learned my lesson. But I put it in, you know, a Ziploc bag. Like, I felt like I did what I needed to do. So, okay, whatever. So, I decide, you know, I'd like a new iPod, obviously. But the only ones that Apple still makes are iPod Touches. And the cheapest you can get is, like, 200 something I was like, I don't even want an iPod Touch. I only want something for music. And it's going to be bulky and heavy. Don't want it. Don't don't want it. And I don't need to spend that much money for just trying to listen to some music. So I go on Amazon and I'm reading reviews of MP3 players, right? I haven't bought an MP3 player since I was literally like 11 years old. Probably maybe even younger than that. Um, and so I find one that seems solid, decent reviews, whatever. It's got an FM radio, which I'm very excited about. So I purchase it. And I start using that for my runs and my walks. And it's got an armband, and I've never used an armband before for running. So it's a new experience for me. But, you know, we figure it out. We make it work. And it's working pretty well um, up until about last week. And uh, occasionally, you know, this thing had, had been kind of glitchy. It would go in. It would, it would be like moody where it would just turn off um, and sometimes turn back on. Sometimes I'd have to charge it for it to turn back on, even if I knew it was good on battery life. Um, The weird thing about this iPod, though, or this uh, MP3 player, though, was that it, like, knew what it was doing. It would always turn off after a song finished. It was never in the middle of the song that it would just, like, cut out and die. It was always, no, we'll play some songs for you, and maybe after one of these songs, we're just going to turn off. It wasn't wasn't a very um, frequent occurrence, but it would happen here and there. So I figured it was kind of glitchy, but... It's doing its job just fine. Whatever, it works. Last week, it finally died in the middle of one of my runs. I was listening to Coldplay, which we're going to talk about in a second here. I'm going to give you a quick, a brief power ranking of Coldplay's studio albums. We got such positive feedback with our American Girl doll show that uh i i decided i didn't i didn't want to do a full show you know sit here for an hour talking about coldplay albums cuz not everybody listens to coldplay but i'll give you a brief run through of my uh they have eight studio albums now from least favorite to favorite i'll i'll share with you my thoughts but i was listening to coldplay this was on like monday maybe i don't remember and it just dies after a song again not in the middle of a song just after a song so it knows what it's doing like and it's always, always that way. I don't understand why, whatever. So I figure, oh, it's just giving me toot again, whatever. So I go home, I plug it in, and we're getting no response. And even worse is my Mac is not recognizing it. I'm like, okay, this is real bad. So at this point, it's just a brick. And, um, so I decided I plug it into my my work computer number one and it gives like the ding to like indicate that something got plugged in. But it's constantly giving like the ding in, ding out to indicate that you're if you were like plugging it in and plugging it, unplugging it, whatever. And I'm trying to I have it right here. Um, so I can't get anything out of it. Trying everything I know, holding it on the power button. It's clearly, you know, fully charged. This is literally it right here. Nothing. No response. Just totally bricked. After what? Three months, maybe? Two and a half? I'm like, well, that that was a, you know, waste of whatever. 40 bucks or something. Like, well, okay. So back to the drawing board. So on like whatever this was, Monday maybe, I go to Amazon and we're just going to pick out a new a new MP3 player. This is like turning into the spinal tap drummer situation. And so I'm reading reviews. I'm like, "Well, this time I want, you know, cuz I was I, you know, I read some reviews when I was picking out this first one. And um but, but you know, I, didn't, I wouldn't consider what I did to be hardcore research, okay? So I decided this time I'm going to read everything I can. We're going to get third-party reviews, independent reviews, whatever, before I buy anything because it's just like, okay, no more funny business. Let's just get – I don't think I'm asking for too much here. I don't want any bells or whistles. I don't even need to have the FM radio. It's cool. Like, I like listening to NPR sometimes. Or just, like, listening to the radio in general, I think, is underrated. Um, But I don't don't need anything fancy. I don't need all the storage space in the world. Literally, like, eight gigs, I'm satisfied with that. I don't need, you know, to be able to play my favorite videos or slideshows or, you know, foot massaging. I already have a foot bath for that, which I'm going to break out later. Like, literally, just give me something that plays music, that has a shuffle functionality, turns on and off. I can adjust the volume. That's all I'm asking for, like, literally. Because I like to listen to music when I'm running. Sue me. So I finally find one. Solker. S-O-U-L-C-K-E-R is the brand name. And I should mention, so first I had a, a, an iPod, which is Apple, 12-plus years of service, top recommendation. Then this, this other brick that died after two and a half months or whatever and is outside, just barely, conveniently outside of the return window, is uh, Akamate, A-K-A-M-A-T-A, M-A-T-E, Akamate, A-K-A-Mate. So, order the Sulker. It's like 35 bucks, maybe 40 Whatever. Reasonable. I just want it to play music, okay? So I buy it. Uh, it gets here on like Thursday maybe. And uh, I didn't even put any music on it yet. Knowing I was going to use it for my run on... Thursday, and then my my long run yesterday, ran a half marathon. And I was, you know, putting music on it. It's not it's a super laborious process, laborious, L-A-B, and we're going to do the British spelling, O-U-R-I-O-U-S. A lot of vowels for one word. Um, I figure, you know what, I got the FM radio. I don't have a ton of time, you know, Currently, this is back on Thursday, to sit down and load music onto it. It was working a lot this week. Um, so I just say, let's just listen to the radio. It's going to be fine. So, Thursday happens. No problems. Worked great. Made in voyage. Beautiful. Take it on my long walk By the lake on Friday, get some iced coffee, whatever, summer Fridays, having fun, great, no problems. Then, take it on the long run yesterday morning, listen to FM radio at 5 a.m., it's a very exciting experience, no problems, works great, got a whole bunch of oldies, great rock songs, I heard a Stevie Ray Vaughan song I never heard before. Awesome, great experience. Run was awful. Really humid outside. I was hoping that going out at you know five a.m. i would I would uh, you know beat it a little bit. I did that. I did the same thing last week and felt great. It's like I was on a skateboard the whole time. Yesterday felt like I was running with like half a lung or something it was brutal um so everything's good until last night oh boy here we go the moment this entire story has been culminating up towards i leave the house i'm going down to lakeview going to rachel's turn on the uh mp3 player stick in my headphones and the I uh, the, the, the player the device turns on. So I'm looking at the menu, the home page on the device, so I'm walking down the street. None of the buttons work. They don't do anything. Press OK, nothing. Up, down, left, right, nothing. The side buttons to change the volume into lock and or turn it off work just fine. But the like touch screen ones no response. I'm like, well, this is strange. So I'm like, okay, not ideal because it's been like two days, but let's, let's try to be optimistic here. Let's not give up hope or anything yet. So this morning I hop on the bus, go from Rachel's back up to Mikasa where we're coming to you live from right now, 1.43 in the afternoon. And I can turn it on, and this time, most of the buttons work, except for the, like, back button, which is the only way to, like, go back a step, to navigate out, which makes sense. But I can, like, turn on the radio, and I'm listening to the radio, it's fine. Like, okay, this is like if if we could get the mp3 player to op- operate this way full time it would be not ideal but manageable cuz the way you can do it is just turn it on find what you want if you want to change something you just got to turn it off and start from scratch and if you ever make a mistake or like you accidentally click into the settings then you got to turn it off and to get back to the home page i can manage with this so I figure, hey, when I get home, and this is like an hour and a half ago, I ought to plug this in, not that it needs a charge, but just maybe we'll get a little you know shock to the system to reset it a little bit. and there's also there's a you know a little hole in the bottom of the m p three player where you can stick a pin in and reset it. I figure, you know this is probably just a good idea. Let's just go for the you know the reset big mistake after i i stick the pin up there to reset it nothing like resetting ish happens except now the player is doing all sorts of weird screen glitches with like a lock screen popping up and then anytime i like try to press a button it the screen just says it's locked and eventually, it just completely glitches out and is no longer responsive, and I cannot turn it off. Doesn't matter if it's plugged in, doesn't mean nothing. So, that brings us up to the present day. Uh, I, I was on the chat support with Amazon, you know, 45 minutes ago before we started this stream, told them I'm gonna return it. They're doing some strange thing I've never done before where you, like, put it back in the box, leave it outside your door, and they come scoop it up. Works fine with me. I'll get my refund. Great. But, frankly, at this point, I, the money is whatever. I don't really care. I do care, but not that much. It's, like, 40 bucks, right? I made 200 bucks from software testing this week. Like, 40 bucks, yeah. I'd prefer to have it back. Great. But that's not the point. Now... After all this, now gone through three different MP3 players in the last three and a half months here, and we are back to square one right now, don't have any <laughs> anything that plays music. And you might be wondering, well, Quinn, can't you just run with your phone for the time being? I don't have any music on my phone. I don't want to put music on my phone. Phone doesn't have a ton of storage space. And more importantly, I don't want to run with my phone. Especially right now. It's so hot outside. So sweaty. Like, I use my phone so much, I'm not risking it getting sweaty and gross. Like, not an option. So, the final part of the saga here. Saga, S-A-G-A. Is that, you know, I, I I just, again, just want something that plays music. Give it to me simple. Um, but I don't want to f and pay whatever 200 plus for an iPod Touch off Apple's website. And I don't even like Apple, but you can't deny the fact that my iPod Nano was rocking it for 12 plus years. And the only reason it died is because somehow even inside a Ziploc bag, there happened to be moisture. If it wasn't, if I didn't take it out on that run... We'd still be, you know, killing it. And I'd be, you know, 75 bucks richer right now. And I would have extra rice because right now I got like two cups sitting in a bowl in the kitchen that's been there since late March. The rice is probably what I most shook up about. So I go to a refurbishing website. And again, I vet it heavily, right? To make sure it's what I want, and I buy, I, I just ordered this an hour ago. It's like 70 bucks or something, an iPod Nano 4th Gen, which I think is what I have in the bowl of rice right now. I say, you know what, we need to get back to my roots. So obviously the refurbished aspect of it is not ideal, but we're just going for it, you know. My phone is refurbished. It's been working great for I actually have no idea how long I've had it for. Two years, maybe? I can't recall. It's hard to remember. I don't keep track of, like, when I get new phones. I've only had two smartphones in my life. I still have the other one. I was actually, I was just digging through my drawer looking for a Sharpie because I had to write on the return box for this Sulker, S-O-U-L-C-K-E-R, MP3 player, piece of garbage. Um, and I found my old phone, an iPhone 5C, my first ever smartphone. It was green, and the only reason, I mean, that one was, it was rough by the time I gave up on it, but the only reason I had to give up on it was the charging port was just, like, completely shot. You had to do the thing where you, like, hold your phone and then grab the, the cable, and it's, like, just the right angle. Sometimes it charges, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you wake up for work at seven AM and your phone wasn't charging overnight and it's at fifteen percent. After one too many of those days I went for my I think this is a seven. I don't know. Again, all sorts of consulting notifications this morning. They don't have much of a concept of the weekend. The other thing I love, I'll hold this up to the screen, see if I can see if we can get it. But um, <laughs> you get lots and lots of, you know, group chats, consulting stuff. But what I love, you can see it on the YouTube stream. Um, for those of you just listening to the audio, it's all in Mandarin. <laughs> These are like students. I mean, the way we do our consulting is um, it's, it's all like group Group thing. It's not like one person has one kid, another person has one kid. Like, we're all working on all the cases. Um, <laughs> but it, it's not like I'm the only American consultant. You know, it's a smallish company. There's, you know, 10, 12 of us total. But there's another, you know, two or three Americans in this. 90% of the group chat for each person and just in general, all in Mandarin. So, I feel kind of left out. But at the same time, I try to use that to just feel like it's not a big deal if I don't feel super, you know, like connected or plugged in or in the know. Because they're kind of keeping me out of it, which is fine. Because then I only have to do what I'm, you know, asked to do. And don't really have to know everything else going on. So... The long and short of it is that um, we're going back to an iPod. I would love to have a new one, right? If they still made new iPod Nanos, I would be all over that. But they don't anymore. They've discontinued it. Because apparently people just love to run with their phones. I don't know. My phone is heavy. It's big. It's extremely valuable, not only in terms of the fact that it's like a phone but just the amount that I use it for not only my personal life but for work like I you can't I can't fuck this up like the phone's got to be okay phone is protected at all costs so no I don't want to run with it and I know I'm in the um not in the I'm in the minority there opposite of majority but I just like I don't know. I don't want to take that out with me. So we're going back to an iPod. I am hopeful. (laughs) And I'm not... (laughs) I keep my expectations low, okay? But (laughs) what I'm not expecting is to get 12-plus years out of it like I did my previous iPod, okay? I don't need that. But what I would really love, what could be nice... This is just, you know, consider my Christmas, my Christmas my Christmas, uh, Christmas wish, OK? coming early this year. I hope that's OK, Santa. Just get me something doesn't have to last 12 years, but give me something that lasts longer than two and a half months and or two days, OK? Because right now we're trending in the wrong direction with our listening devices, we've gone. Twelve years down to two and a half months down to two days. So I figure, you know, the next thing is, is two hours. But even <laughs> even if it was two hour battery life, but it lasted for a long time, I would settle for that. Just means you gotta charge it every day. Just be like having a second phone. You remember when you used to have non-smartphones and they lasted for like four days on battery charge? That was like the norm. Now, phones just like always being plugged in. Granted, they do a lot more, but I do wonder like if smartphone battery life in the future will ever improve. Because it feels like that's one thing that, you know, there's not a lot of priority given to it, which I understand. But, you know, you just wonder, like, if it's if it's in the realm of possibilities. Because smartphones have made crazy advancements in the last 10, 15 years. But it doesn't feel like, and maybe it's just because I'm rocking the 7-whatever, which is a you know older model, but not in, not an old model, right? What are they up to? Ten, eleven, something like that. It's not that old. It's not like you have an iPhone three or something. But the battery life still not great. So, not a huge concern of mine, but uh, just say curiosity, exploring the wonders of the universe. So, in the second half of our program today, I'm going to briefly power rank the. Uh, eight Coldplay studio albums. and uh, But I didn't want to make that the sole focus of today's show. Just in case, you know, there are those of you out there who uh, don't like Coldplay. So we'll, we'll probably do lots more power rankings in the future. We already had our American Girl doll one, um, you know, about a month ago. But we'll see what else we do. If you have any suggestions for what we should power rank... Um, Moving forward here, email us, BeantownPodcastYahoo.com. Again, that's Beantown, B-E-A-N-T-O-N Podcast at com, And uh, we would love to do it live on air, okay? I am down for listener engagement. Let's pull up our ad reads here. And then, uh, you know, we'll read some ads, generate some income for the show. And then we will start off on our... Second half. Okay. Here we go. Uh, home pride organ. I actually haven't pulled it up yet. <laughs> Just now navigating. I was looking at a Snapchat. Okay. Oops, that's the wrong Google Doc. This was my uh, presentation that I gave to China on Friday morning for consulting. College application suggestions for test-optional colleges. We can read that later off-air. Um, home Pride Oregon, are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you can not find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, there's good news. Home Pride Inspection Services is Bend or in Bend, Oregon, is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider, with inspection services including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estates... Hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector that you can trust, you have to call Steve at 541-410-0316 or you can visit HomePrideOregon.com. Again, 541-410-0316 or just visit HomePrideOregon.com. HomePride Oregon Inspection Perfection. I want to give a shout-out to the Samson Q2U Series. I hope the audio is coming through okay on the YouTube feed. Uh, I didn't check it or anything. Um the Samsung 2 is not connected to the YouTube feed. Uh it's connected to my Mac because there is a lot more people listening to the audio only than our video. Um and that's okay. Um but regardless of where it's plugged in, Samson gets the job done from first Kings to Second Kings, First Chronicles to Second Chronicles. I don't remember which book of the Bible Samson is in. I think it's Second Kings. Um but someone can, check us, <clears throat> someone can check us on that. Um, from Genesis to Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers and Deuteronomy, the whole Pentateuch and all the other good stuff. I've never read Leviticus. You know, you think there's anything good in there? I don't know. This is a question I have. and We could do a whole show on this, but we won't. This is a question I have about the Old Testament in general. I feel like it's not that exciting, Right? You go to the New Testament, you got the Gospels, there's a lot of good stuff in there miracles, healing lepers, fishes and loaves, right? Betrayal, kissing in the garden, rising from the dead, Lazarus, Mary Magdalene, what a babe, right? There's a lot of good action, and then, you know, it's a lot of cool letters and stuff. Then Revelation, right? The Bible really goes out with a bang. But that's all New Testament. Old Testament is like, Genesis got some good stuff, although it's pretty thick. And in Exodus, you know, hell of a story. But then, other than like, you know, some cool things that pop up here and there, like Esther, or who is it, Zechariah, who can't speak until his daughter or his wife gives birth. And what if she was like 90 years old and they said, hey, you're not going to have kids anymore? or you can't have kids, and then boom, her ovaries reverse course, and she's pumping one out. Right, there's the occasional cool story in the Old Testament, but there's so much going on that's like, what are we doing here? I mean, Psalms is kind of different. Song of Solomon is pretty hot and heavy, but for most of it, it's like nothing cool happening. Um, but my point is when God speaks, he uses a Samson. Uh, oh, I still have written on my Google docs here. You can't see it this far away. Um, the TV guide story. You won't believe what I just did this morning. I threw out my TV guides. The hardcore fans will moan and groan and be sad, but you know what? It's one of those things where it's been sitting on my desk for literally my last copy came in about a year and four months ago, year three months ago, um, and it's just like it's it's cool right it's like a thing for the show but i'm not, they're just sitting there like it was time for them to go if you don't if you're a new fan of the bean town podcast if you don't remember uh basically i got i had some like spirit airlines points but they weren't enough to translate into anything good like in terms of flights and they were going to expire so spirit emails me and it was like you can't use it for anything actually cool, but here are some magazine subscriptions you can have. And one of the options was a year's worth of TV Guide subscription, so I said, sure, I'll do it. And they sent me four, and uh, that was it. So those have officially been moved to the trash. Rest in peace to the TV Guide. And I should probably delete that... Uh, From my ad read here, which is sad. Oh, well. Uh, Last one here, Cuts by Q. Bob and Weave, we all know the hairstyle. We all love it. But how many Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman but different. Uh, Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and is probably one of the better barbershop operations serving Chicago, Cook County, Northwest Indiana, and the greater Chicago land area. From beehives to banks, fauxhawks to flat tops and everything in between, you have to call Cuts by Q at 815-298-7200 or you can email cutsbyq at yahoo.com. Again, that's cut. Q U T Z by Q at Yahoo.com. All right, sing it with us loud and clear. Oh, when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new. Just call the experts at cuts by Q. You know, we mentioned the Cuts by Q inbox every week on this show. <laughs> I I haven't I haven't checked. I haven't logged in like since easily before quarantine someone could have messaged us someone could have emailed the cuts by q inbox months ago requesting a new cut and i would have no idea so we are currently right now and i i'm not expecting anything cuts by q oh i spelled my own email address wrong that's embarrassing. We're logging into our Yahoo mailbox to see what sort of hijinks and spam emails have come through there. No, I don't want a recovery number. Let's see. It's Yahoo, and it's podcasting spam, and it's, um, oh, a note from Quinn David Furnace presents the Beantown Podcast, beantownpodcast.com. Updates to the Disney terms of use. Chili's. Our birthday gift to you is ready. Oh, I missed that. Shoot. Let's <laughs> see what it was. What are they offering? A special gift for your special day. Davis. Interesting. Must have put that in some point. Don't forget to claim your sweet birthday gift and enjoy your free dessert before 323-2020. Oh man, I missed it. Damn. To right. I don't know where the closest Chili's to me is. (laughs) Warren 2020. There's a throwback. A lot of Elizabeth Warren emails. Boy, she liked to spam you. Multiple per day. Mercy. It's all... (laughs) It's all Elizabeth Warren. I swear. Just walls of Elizabeth Warren here. Everything. (laughs) This is crazy. It's either... From Elizabeth Warren, Team Warren, ElizabethWarren.com, Warren2020, Warren Warren for President, WarrenHQ, I'm not joking, Warren for President Shop, these are all like different emails and they're all blasting you at the same time. That's crazy. There's one from Julian Castro. I'm proud to endorse Elizabeth Warren for President of the United States. Wow, this is a real time capsule here. Life was really different in January, huh? Anyways, okay. Um, You go to one event, and they absolutely smack you in the face with propaganda. Um, Okay, welcome to uh, uh, our second half, which will admittedly be relatively short. Um, because I want to get this uploaded and then, um, watch some, uh, some racing down in Texas and I'm going to take, I, I only put on a shirt because I was going live on YouTube, right? It's so sticky. It's not that hot. Thankfully the rain really helped that out, but it's so sticky. Like there's no point in wearing a shirt. Um, so no, I would not normally be wearing this zip up jacket. Um, but I did it for you all, the fans, okay? If this was yesterday, if we were doing this yesterday, there would be no clothes. It was so hot. Um, it was pretty miserable. Um, okay, we're talking Coldplay albums here. I was having a conversation with uh, hashtag friend of the Patcast, um Matt Fiedler, who actually called and left a voicemail right before I started shooting this. Um give him a call back later today. Uh, Matt, if you're if you're watching this live, I don't know. We've got a couple of people watching live. Um, apologies, especially if you were driving. I didn't catch your phone call because I hate when I'm driving and I just want someone to talk to and they don't pick up. But um, you know, I'll, I'll catch you later. Got some got some things in the hopper right now. Um, but uh, we were talking about Coldplay albums. I I think I initiated the conversation. I mentioned that I was listening to Coldplay's A Head Full of Dreams, which is their second most recent studio album. Um, I listened to it through fully for the first time ever, like two weeks ago. Um, you know, I knew most of the songs from the album. I knew, you know, all the singles, et cetera, but, um, I'd never sat down and just intentionally listened to it. And I'm the type of person who likes to do that. I do without that with albums all the time. Um, and I, this was the only Coldplay album I've never done that for. So I did it and boy, was I underwhelmed. <laughs> I I kind of knew I didn't like it without even listening to it, you know, for the last four and a half years it's been out. And then when I finally did actually make myself listen to it, all my biases were confirmed. Um, so we're talking, we're just doing a quick power ranking here. I'm not going to do an in-depth analysis of each one because that's unnecessary. But just so you know where I stand on these, I'm going to give you my Quick power ranking of all eight Coldplay studio albums. We're not including B sides, EPs, live albums, whatever. I will mention if you're if you're not if you never like intentionally gone and listened to Coldplay B sides, they got some really good ones. Like really, really solid entries. Um, okay, but you already know what my least favorite album is. Coming in number eight is a headful of dreams from twenty fifteen. It's just so boring. And there are some songs on there that are solid. But for the most part, it is just like the total epitome of this, you know, the new Coldplay, like the stadium anthem rock, like just feels like they're like they feel like total sellouts. And I don't know if that's a fair criticism of them because they're artists. They're very like good artists. They're smart. They're intelligent guys. Like they know what they're doing. But, boy, it's just, like, that direction was so blah. They took all the things. <laughs> Basically, they, <laughs> I'm not not going to dig into my interpretation of the Coldplay timeline, but they put out Viva La Vida after X and Y, which is, like, X and Y was a distinct departure, and then Viva La Vida was also a distinct departure, but in a different direction from X and Y. And it starts to get into, like, the, you know, they kind of feel like a sellout at that point. Their music, I think in Viva La Vida was a lot, still good music, but a lot less interesting. And then Milo Zylito comes out and they, they push that one step further. And then it was like, oh, I do, not, I do not like the direction that they've decided to take this. And then Ghost Stories comes out and you're like, whoa. Old Coldplay is kind of bad. It's not Old Coldplay. It's still a new, new territory for them. But it, it was really nice. I like ghost stories. And then Head Full of Dreams comes out, and it's like, ghost stories never happen. And we just pushed what what we, what we started with Viva, then pushed it one further to, with Milo Zalato, then one further, and that's where Head Full of Dreams was. And it was like, this is just ridiculous at this point. And then Everyday Life comes out, and it's like, ghost stories part two, completely different, but similar in that they like backed off this like stupid anthem rock trend that they were going for. So... Head Full of Dreams, my least favorite. Based off of that timeline, you already know what my second least favorite is, coming at number seven, Milo Zyludo, which, to be fair, I think has some really good songs on it. Um, like I'm looking at it right now, the 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 first you know couple songs, "Hurts Like Heaven," solid. It's a good good opener. I like it. Um, kind of feels old Coldplay esque. A little bit more pop. That's okay, Paradise. Kind of a catchy song, but also you know, kind of embodies the whole like sellout anthem rock feeling. Charlie Brown, good song. Um, the the one thing I will say, every teardrop is a waterfall is a total like sellout move for them, but that song is still catchy as hell. I like it. Um, the whole uh, adventure of a lifetime was that on Milo Zalado or is that? Uh, is that just with um, Head Full of Dreams? I think it's Head Full of Dreams. I wanted to make a note of that song, because that's one that I go back and forth on that sometimes I like, and then other times I just don't get it all. Adventure of a Lifetime is a head full of dreams. The music video for that, I don't know. Like, It's like Andy Circus on drugs or something. Um, okay, so Milo's Auto is number seven for me. I will say those are probably the, the two albums that I just like, straight up don't really like that much. Has, they have the occasional song that works for me. But beyond that, I just don't like them that much. Um, number six for me, Viva La Vida. Going to be controversial. I know a lot of people like Viva. I'm including kind of the whole like Prospects March EP just in that since they were all kind of together. Um, and it's got some good stuff on it, right? Viva was such like a global hit. And I, I don't think the song itself is that great, but it's catchy. Um, and it's got plenty of other stuff. You know, it's not like, I, I kind of mentioned this in the same vein as like Stadium Anthem Rock, Sellout. It's not, the, the album itself isn't really like that to, a, to the full extent, right? Most of the songs aren't that way. But it just started to kind of get that hint of like we made this album just so we could go on tour and it was like mm. and the more I listen to Viva La Vida or the more I just analyze it the kind of more shallow it feels like it's fine but it's not actually that like deep or interesting I don't know something about Viva is just like there's some nostalgia in it for me but I don't know. It's just kind of okay. Anyways, I know it's controversial, but we're getting down to the point where you got to start making some calls like that. Okay, so number 8 Head Full of Dreams, number 7 Milo Zalo, number 6 Viva La Vida from 2008. Now here's where things get tough cuz now we have a, a distinct like um a or or time gap in the catalog. We're now down to the final three albums and then their most recent album, and their third most recent album, right? So we're talking 2019 and 2014 versus 2002 and 05, right? Big gap here. So this is where things get tricky. I think, and I, I'm kind of like not upset at myself, but just like biting my tongue trying to, about to say this because this is an album that a lot of people hate, and I am always finding myself sticking up for it. Um but I think it's time in the in the, the ranking here in the countdown to put it on here. Um so at number five, an album I really like, Ghost Stories. Coming uh in twenty fourteen, hot off the heels of his uh of Chris Martin's breakup with Gwyneth Paltrow, who's crazy. Um, this is a great album. I think it's probably Coldplay's tightest like album from start to finish in terms of you know going after one concept which to be fair like that's not what coplay usually tries to do so it's not like they had tried and failed before it's just they did a good job with this one um i'll say and and you know people know this people recognize this the lead single from this album was um midnight which is a good song, but I I don't, like, still to this day, it's been out for, what, six years at this point. I still have no clue why Midnight is the lead single from that album. Like, it does a, it's, as a song, lyrically, I think it embodies and represents the album well. But it's not like a, the song isn't a single. Like, it's just not. They, Coldplay has a lot of other songs that kind of feel like this and they're buried deep cuts, so I don't don't really know. Um, But overall, really solid album, and what I have to say is the best song from this album. I think it's it's not even close, and easily one of my top ten favorite Coldplay songs is Ghost Story, which isn't on the studio album release, only on the Target Deluxe Edition. I've heard theories as to why it's not in the album, it just doesn't fit in. Some people were saying they were afraid that, or they thought Chris Martin was afraid that people would recognize it as the best song, and they'd ask and they'd expect him to play it live, um, which may or may not be the case. I don't know. Um, the reason he might not want to play live is because it's pretty raw. Um, but Ghost Story, if you if you are a casual Coldplay fan. And you've never heard that song "Ghost Story" off the album "Ghost Stories"? Gotta listen to it. Feels like old school, old school Coldplay. It's fantastic. Okay, so we're putting "Ghost Stories" at uh, at number five here. So we're down to our last four albums. We are down to the first three: "Parachutes," "Rush of Blood," and "X and Y," and then our most recent album, "Everyday Life." Where I'm going next? Probably going to be a controversial move, but I'm going for it anyways. Number four, we're going with the debut album. We're going with Parachutes from 2000. It's a good album. It still embodies very much like what I feel Coldplay is, and I know they've changed. They've evolved so much in the last 20 years. They are nothing like Parachutes Coldplay anymore, but in my like heart, I still feel like Parachutes Coldplay is the real Coldplay. Um, you know, it's it's coming off you know all their '90s influences, Oasis, other bands, whatever. Uh, and you know, it's got some some of the timeless Coldplay songs in it, right? Yellow is their first ever big hit. It's it's a good song. Um, Shiver is great. And even you know a song like uh, "Don't Panic," which I think is the lead single not the lead single, the, the opening track to their opening album, made famous by the, you know, indie Zach Braff movie, Jersey State. But you look at Parachute's great album. This doesn't, it doesn't quite reach, like, the all-time heights. So for the first, you know, years of Coldplay's existence, right, great album. Now seeing, like, what they're capable of extending themselves um, towards and what, what, what they're actually able to do, you realize, you know, still, it's still kind of contained, still in the shell a little bit. And I think the, the um, flip side to that comes on their next album, Rush of Blood to the Head, where they, like, feels like Parachutes, but they just took everything up another level, which is why it's so good. Um, but we're getting ahead of, the, uh, ahead of ourselves there. So our number four Coldplay album is Parachutes. Now things get tough. We're down to Rush of Blood, X and Y, in Everyday Life and it's not an easy decision to make because I absolutely love all three of these albums. But I'm going to go ahead and not, I'm not going to do anything too crazy, I promise. I'm going to do what probably a lot of people expected I would have done a, a couple slots ago. We're going Everyday Life with number three. Their most recent album came out late last year. It is a great album, and it's completely different. Than anything they'd done b- before and they've done they've been all over the map with their discography um, but everyday life was just so refreshing because it's completely against like all the anthem rock they'd been slowly building towards, even with ghost stories thrown in it's uh it's so diverse it brings in so many different styles I think it's such a maturely written album the songs are all so different yet they find ways to to weave together pretty seamlessly um and they're they're just uh, there aren't i think the biggest thing for me with everyday life and i'm looking at the you know the the tracks right now there aren't any songs that i'm legitimately like ah, skip that song every time can't stand it no, these are all really solidly written, um, mixed super well, um, so much diversity, right? There's something for everyone on this album. Um, you know, songs like Trouble in Town feels very like X and Y in terms of its big build towards the end, but then you have Arabesque, which is like a you know world music multicultural kind of production, which is awesome. Like, and nothing, Coldplay hasn't done anything like that before. Um, you got, you know, Daddy, which is just Chris Martin hanging out at the piano, singing a great song. Um, even Orphans, which I think is their lead single from this one, and I didn't love it at first because it just reminded me of, um, you know, like the anthem rock that they'd been going for. But even then, I think it's more interesting than some of their other, like, over-the-top, saturated anthem rock singles, like Paradise looking at you um, or adventure of a lifetime it's a little bit more interesting musically um, and then you know the one that's been stuck in my head lately cry 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 such like a simple song but something that coldplay like hasn't really tried before or at least not since like their very early days long story short everyday life fantastic album it's their newest release it came out last year um, almost a year old at this point, but um, it's great. And the, the YouTube performance they did in Jordan on the rooftop, so cool. I love a behind the scenes of that. Um, anyways, if you don't know Everyday Life, go check it out. It's newest, the newest Coldplay. It doesn't sound, doesn't feel like new Coldplay though. It feels like a beautiful blend of everything they've done. It's got stuff for fans of old school. It's got stuff for fans of new school. Okay. Um, We're down to our last two here. X and Y and Russia Blood to the Head. Most people know what I'm going to do already. Um, But it's not like I view number one as amazing and number two is not as amazing. They're both really good. I just have to pick. One for one and one for two. Um, we're putting X and Y at, at two and we're putting Russia Blood to number one, and we'll just talk about them together here. Um X and Y people didn't love when it came out, and the band didn't love when it came out. But I don't think it's it's not just like, oh, we've seen what they've done since then and that makes X and Y look better. I just think it's a it's a really solid album. Um, It does have some moments that feel like a little tired out, a little derivative. I'm looking at you, Speed of Sound, which is just Clocks, okay? They just wrote Clocks again, and they just put new lyrics on it. Um, And then they even, you know, they have other songs like, um, you know, A Message and Swallowing the Sea, which are like very much like an X and Y kind of style, and I like the songs, but they're not, you know, amazing songs. They're just fine. But then they've got other songs that are like uh, off of X and Y that I think are just fantastic, just really good alt rock songs. I'm talking Twisted Logic, I'm talking Low, I'm talking White Shadows. Like those are really good rock songs. Um, so overall, it's just a really like listenable album if you don't know any b-sides off of it you got to check out um how you see the world how you see the world number two um world turned upside down i think that i think gravity they threw on to the b-sides here which is a song that chris martin wrote for embrace but his version of it is way better um Oh, and it's got uh, "fix you," right? Enough said. X and Y, great album. I'm surprised I didn't, you know, I wasn't plugged in enough when it actually came out to know exactly, you know, what the huge criticism of it was and why the band hated it. I see some weaknesses in it, but it's really strong across the board. Um, and then number one, "Russia Blood." It's 2002. It's their sophomore album. The album art is. So good. The album itself starts off with Politic. I didn't used to love this song. Now I can't get enough of it. It's so good. In My Place, I actually don't love as much as a lot of other people do, but I, I get it. It's so good. Gotta Put a Smile Upon Your Face, the drums in that with the guitar, amazing. Scientist, Clocks, Speaks for themselves. And then even you get into the second half of the album here, Daylight, Green Eyes, Warning Sign, Whisper. That that block of four right there, underrated songs, really good. And then it finishes with Russia Blood to the Head in Amsterdam. Like you you can't get better than that, especially Amsterdam. Like that is just man that song is good. Hot damn. This album is just perfect. There are no bad songs, no weaknesses. Just spectacular. Okay? So that's how I feel. Um, to recap, uh, number eight, we have A Head Full of Dreams. Number seven, Milo's Auto. Number six, Viva La Vida. Number five, Ghost Stories. Number four, Parachutes. Three, Everyday Life. Two, X and Y. Number one, Rush of Blood to the Head. That's how I feel. If you uh, are shocked by any of our rankings, or you want to share your own, email us, beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. Again, that's beantown, B-E-A-N-T-O-N podcast at yahoo.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts. But otherwise, that's what I got for you. Uh, long episode, I apologize for that, but uh, you know, I needed some therapy with the MP3 player situation because it's been rough. And uh, I even felt like I rushed through the Coldplay rankings. We could have done a whole hour on that, but I didn't. Um, so if you watch our YouTube uh, stream, thanks for, for checking us out. Um, you know, we'll try to do this more consistently, get the the visuals going. Um, but if you're just uh, listening, thanks for doing that, too. If you're on YouTube, go ahead and hit subscribe. Um, you know, I, I, I do lots – there's lots more on our YouTube cha- uh, change page than, you know, just uh, Beantown podcast streams. I released a, a Death Cab cover the other day. Um, which was just kind of me playing around. It's nothing special, but it's there. And, uh, you know, some other videos from time to time. So go ahead and hit subscribe. And if you're listening and uh, you like to spend time on YouTube, go ahead and throw us a subscribe there as well. Quinn David Furnace, pretty easy to find. Otherwise, that's what I got for you. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I'm going to turn on that NASCAR race. I'm going to take my shirt off because it's starting to get sticky in here. And uh, yeah, that's what I got. So, uh, everyone, uh, hope your quarantine's going well. Stay cool. Uh, it's getting pretty hot around the country, so do your best. And uh, boy, these nails are dirty. Uh, I'm going to go get my foot bath going, get some Epsom salts in there. And uh sounds very tasty. So, for all of us uh, streaming here live on Beantown Networks, thank you for checking out our show. Uh, we are hot in the middle of year three of the Beans on podcast and, uh, happy to be doing this every week for you. Never missed a week and I don't plan to. So, um, thanks everyone for listening. That's what we got for you. Uh, take care and I will talk to everyone next week. All right. See ya.